Welcome to this month's Health Champion update. My name is Judith Poulton and I am a community pharmacist and a Healthy Living Pharmacy Project Manager. This month's training is on alcohol. Before we begin this podcast, please remember you and the team can watch the online training, download your certificate after completing your CPD questions and get access to useful resources by logging on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk. In today's training, we're going to look at the short and long-term effects of alcohol and the harm it can cause, what the guidance is around lower risk drinking, what a definition of a unit is, and finally, we will review campaigns you can run and the resources available to help you do so. For most people, a drink or two can be a way to celebrate an occasion or compliment a nice meal. Others may not enjoy alcohol at all, as they don't like the taste or don't like the sensation of feeling out of control. Many people drink when others around them are drinking. In fact, even people who don't drink tend to drink in social situations, such as weddings or football games, where alcohol is considered a part of the event itself. In 2017, 58% of adults in the UK aged 16 or over had drunk alcohol in the previous week, and as can be seen on the graph, those earning more money per year were more likely to drink alcohol. A third of these people were also consuming alcohol at levels indicating increasing risk of harm to their health, and those aged 55 to 64 were the ones most likely to be drinking at higher levels younger and older adults were more likely to be non-drinkers. Although it's legal for people aged 18 and over to buy and drink alcohol, that doesn't mean it's safe. Alcohol is the most socially acceptable drug on the market and the most easily accessible. A study in 2010 by a group of British scientists rated alcohol as the most harmful drug overall and almost three times as harmful as cocaine. In comparison, ecstasy was only one-eighth as harmful as alcohol. An analysis of 67 risk factors and risk factor clusters for death and disability found that alcohol is the third leading risk factor for death and disability after smoking and obesity. Alcohol is not only harmful to the individual, but it's also harmful to society as a whole. Its negative effects are wide-ranging and can result in injuries, car accidents, violence and sexual assault. Alcohol can cause both short and long-term health issues and it is now known that the risks start from any level of drinking and increase with the amount being drunk. In 2016, the UK Chief Medical Officers recommended new guidelines for the amount and frequency of alcoholic units that should be consumed weekly as well as issuing advice for pregnant women. So what is a unit? A unit is a simple way of expressing the quantity of pure alcohol in a drink. One unit equals 10 mils or eight grams of pure alcohol, which is around the amount of alcohol the average adult can process in an hour. That is, in theory, there should be little or no alcohol left in the person's blood after an hour, but this can of course vary from person to person. 
The idea of counting alcohol units was introduced in 1987 to help people keep track of the amount they were drinking. The number of units in a drink is based on two things, the size of the drink and its alcohol strength. Using units is a simpler way of representing a drink's alcohol content than the usual way, where it is expressed by the standard measure, alcohol by volume, shortened to ABV. ABV is a measure of the amount of pure alcohol as a percentage of the total volume of liquid in a drink. You can find the ABV on the labels of cans and bottles and sometimes written as vol or alcohol volume. For example, wine that says 12% ABV or alcohol volume 12% means 12% of the volume of that drink is pure alcohol. The number of units can be worked out by a simple calculation, which involves multiplying the total volume of the drink by its ABV and dividing by a thousand. You will see some examples of the number of units in common drinks on the screen. The impact of alcohol on your body can be both short and long term, and we will look at each of these in turn, starting with the short term effects. Did you know that 30 seconds after your first sip of alcohol, it races to your brain, where it slows down the chemicals and pathways that are used to transmit messages. This results in a mood change, a slowing down of your reactions, and a change to your balance. The slowdown effect in the brain can make you drowsy. However, you will not sleep well, as your body will continue to process the alcohol, and you may in fact have nightmares. You may also have to pass urine more frequently, and this is because the alcohol stops the hormone that regulates urine production in the kidneys from working. This then means that you will become dehydrated. Alcohol also has an effect on the stomach lining and will make the digestive juices flow. When enough acid and alcohol build up, you may feel nauseated and you may throw up. Finally, we will look at hangovers. We have already mentioned that alcohol makes you dehydrated, but it also makes the blood vessels in both the body and the brain expand, and this is what gives you the headache. Your stomach wants to get rid of all the toxins and acids that the alcohol has churned up, which leads to nausea and vomiting. And finally, because your liver has been busy processing the alcohol, it does not release enough sugar into your blood, and this leads to you feeling weak and having the shakes, all the classic signs of a hangover. We will now look at what the long-term effects of drinking more than the recommended amount of alcohol over many years does to the body. Alcohol affects organs in the body, but some, including the brain, nervous system, heart, liver and pancreas, are more at risk. It also has other implications, including sexual problems such as impotence and can affect fertility. So what are the effects in the brain? There is a risk of developing serious and persistent changes in the brain. The damage may be as a result of the direct effects of alcohol or may be from indirect effects such as poor general health or severe liver disease. Alcohol is a central nervous system depressant and it acts on the brain by reducing the effect of the neurotransmitters. It can therefore have an effect on memory, concentration, it can slow reactions, lead to extreme mood swings, blackouts, loss of coordination and numbing of the senses. It may also contribute to people's mental health, including conditions such as depression, anxiety, bipolar disorders and antisocial personality disorder. 
there is also a strong association between alcohol misuse and suicide. Drinking heavily contributes to many heart problems, including causing abnormal heart rhythms, that is arrhythmias, high blood pressure, which increases the risk of strokes, and damage to the heart muscle, that is cardiomyopathy. There may, however, be some health benefits for women over 55 who, if they drink no more than five units a week, are said to gain some protection from heart disease. Most people are aware that long-term heavy drinking has an adverse effect on the liver. Alcohol is metabolised by liver enzymes and turned into a digestible product. However, the liver can only digest a small amount of alcohol at a time, which leaves the excess alcohol circulating in the body. Too much alcohol can cause liver inflammations, including fatty liver, which is the build-up of extra fat in liver cells, alcoholic hepatitis, fibrosis and cirrhosis. Next, we will look at the damage caused to the pancreas. The pancreas is responsible for helping the body digest food and does two main things. One, it releases powerful digestive enzymes into the small intestine and two, it releases insulin and glucagon into the blood. It is not fully understood how alcohol causes the pancreas to become inflamed, but one theory is that it causes digestive enzymes inside the pancreas to start attacking the pancreas, and this leads to pancreatitis. One of the main causes of chronic pancreatitis is heavy alcohol drinking. Diabetes may also result if the insulin-producing cells in the pancreas are damaged. The World Health Organisation has warned that the UK is now the third fattest nation in Europe, fuelled by its boozy lifestyles, with the average adult drinking approximately an extra day's worth of calories every week, that is about 3,000 extra calories. People forget how many calories are contained in alcohol. 3,500 calories create one pound of fat and annually adults are drinking enough alcohol in the UK to add 44 pounds of fat to their body weight, or just over three stone. Please pause the video if you want to read the slide in more detail at this point. Obesity leads to a number of serious and potentially life-threatening conditions, such as diabetes type 2, coronary heart disease, some types of cancer and strokes, as well as affecting mental health. If you want to know more about obesity, please watch our online course, which will be in the course library. In 1988, the International Agency for Research into Cancer, who are part of WHO, classified alcohol as a class 1 carcinogen, which is their highest risk category, and means that there is a compelling evidence that alcohol causes cancer in humans. The following cancers have all been shown to be linked to alcohol. Mouth, upper throat, that is pharynx, voice box, i.e. the larynx, esophagus. One review found that people having four or more drinks daily, where each drink contained 1.5 units of alcohol, had about five times the risk of mouth and pharynx cancer, compared to someone who drank only occasionally. Breast cancer. Even drinking small amounts regularly can increase the risk of breast cancer. A review in 2012 established that having one drink a day containing 1.5 units could increase the risk of breast cancer by 5%, with the risk increasing the more alcohol drunk. Liver cancer. 
Alcohol is one of the main risk factors, as heavy drinking, as mentioned earlier, can lead to cirrhosis, which is where scar tissue builds as a result of continual damage, and this increases the risk of cancer. Approximately 60% of all deaths relating to alcohol misuse were caused by alcohol liver disease. And finally, bowel cancer. The risk increases the more people drink. As well as having significant effects on people's health, alcohol misuse can also have catastrophic social effects, including rape, sexual assault, domestic and other violence, drunk driving and street disorder. In one year, there was nearly half a million incidents of violent crime, 40% of the total, where the victim believed the offender was under the influence of alcohol. Parental alcohol misuse is strongly correlated with family conflict and with domestic violence and abuse. This poses a risk to children of immediate significant harm and of longer-term negative consequences. Alcohol plays a part in 25-33% to of known cases of child abuse. Drink-drive casualty numbers have been falling, but there were still over 9,000 cases in 2016. As I mentioned earlier in this training, in 2016, the UK Chief Medical Officers produced low-risk drinking guidelines to help people make informed choices about how much alcohol they drank. The guidance was to make people aware what the risks higher alcohol consumption could have on their health, and we have already looked at this in training so that they could make decisions on how much they wished to drink. It was not intended to prevent people who wanted to drink from doing so. There were three main recommendations, and we will look at each of these in turn. 1. A weekly guide on regular drinking which states that for both men and women to keep health risks from alcohol to a low level, it is safest not to drink more than 14 units on a regular basis and that it should be spread evenly over three or more days. 2. The advice on single episodes of drinking for men and women who wish to keep their short-term risks from a single episode of drinking to a low level is that they should limit the amount of alcohol they drink on any single occasion, should drink more slowly, ensuring they eat and alternate with water. It also suggests that people plan ahead as to how they're going to get home safely or have people with you that you trust. The third and final one, the guidance on drinking in pregnancy, is that if you are pregnant or think you could become pregnant, the safest approach is not to drink at all, as this keeps all risks to your baby to a minimum, as drinking in pregnancy can lead to long-term harm to the baby. We are now going to move on to look at what campaigns you and your team can run in the pharmacy to increase your customers' awareness of the risks that higher alcohol consumption could have on their health so they make informed lifestyle choices. The areas you could focus on include making people aware of the amount of calories that alcohol contains. This is the easiest campaign to run as people are not aware how many calories they are drinking and will not associate the fact they are putting on weight or not losing weight when they are continuing to drink the same quantities. You could do this by illustrating alcoholic drinks and showing food that has the equivalent calories, or show how much exercise would be required to burn up a pint of beer or a glass of wine. Alternatively, you could do a display reminding people to stick to drinking 14 units or below over a number of days to reduce the risk of alcohol-related health problems and give them ideas about how to do this for example, drink alcohol-free wine or lager or water between drinks, 
and only drink on a couple of days a week. You could do a display to explain what a unit is and show examples of the health issues caused by excess drinking. Finally, you and the team could use the audit questions. There is a link on the resources page on the right-hand side of this screen to ask people how much they are drinking and giving them some advice about how they can reduce the number of units they consume weekly. On the screen, you will see all the resources that are available. The links are all on the resources page on the right-hand side of the screen. There are links to the audits I've mentioned, which are under the title Screening Tools, as well as some brilliant leaflets and posters from Drinkaware that you can download. We have now come to the end of the training. I hope you and your team have now got a better understanding of why your customers should be drinking up to the recommended number of units weekly and the dangers that alcohol poses to their health. Thank you for listening and I hope you have found the training informative. If you want to view the online training, have access to both your certificate and the resources tab, please log on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk. We would also like to use this opportunity to ask you to encourage the rest of your colleagues to view the video.